Greetings, Amigas and Top Teners everywhere. Welcome back to another episode of Top 10 with Kyle and Mike. I am your co-host, Kyle. Opposite me today, as he is every week, is your incredible co-host, Michael. Today, he is bearded. He is sitting next to his dishwasher and in front of his bathroom. As we do every week, we'll be bringing a top 10 list to the table. This week, it's Mike's list. He's put it together. I know the general topic, but I don't know what exactly we're going to be discussing about it. We're going to debate vigorously until by the end of this episode, which hopefully we can keep relatively short, we will have arrived at a definitive version of said list. Mike, what are we discussing today? All right, Kyle, as you said, uh, I actually I want to first comment on a couple things. One, I turned my dishwasher off. I am sitting <laughs> near the dishwasher, but I turned it off because it was making a lot of noise. I have definitely sacrificed this load of dishes to the podcast. And we thank you. Come out streaked and probably gross. Uh, and the second thing is something that I uh, forget. I had a second thing I wanted to say. What was I don't it? know what it is. Oh, I remember what it is. I wanted to just say, this is the first time I noticed that my name is second on the podcast name. Yeah. I never really thought about it. I think we had an official discussion where we agreed that it was it had a better sort of lilt to it if we did your name first. Yeah. Um, but I've decided that possibly for my birthday, probably for my birthday, I'd like to I'd like to change it just for one episode. So I'm putting that official request in. Should we alternate years? Like the second year, it's top ten with Mike and Kyle. Possibly, I think. Probably anybody who knows anything about marketing would tell you this is a search engine optimization nightmare just waiting to happen. The logistics of our our social media platforms and email and uh, all that would be problematic. Yeah, top 10 MK. I don't know how that works, but uh, the reason it's like this is because when we were first bouncing around ideas for the name, I sent... Uh, dear sister and friend and artwork creator of the pod, Aaron. I was like, hey, we can't figure out how to do this. Like, what do you think we should do? Because she's involved in marketing. And she said, don't overthink it. It's alphabetical. Just do that. Mm. And that's how we decided upon it. Interesting. Yeah. Also, it sounds better. I don't know. If we had, if we'd been saying it's because that's what we, it is, that's what it is in our heads now. If we had been saying Mike and Kyle this whole time and, Kyle and Mike would sound weird, I think. I don't know. This That's probably true. But I do also think it would go well with like a Gregorian chant, like top 10 with Kyle and Mike. I think that sounds better than the opposite, which I'm not going to do. I'll spare the listeners. <laughs> At any rate, uh, oh, my opening comments are complete. Um, so what we're going to be talking about this evening, as you know, is the Avengers. Yeah, that's right. We are recording this pod on April 3rd, the day after pre-sale tickets went on sale. I booked my pre-sale tickets for myself, friend of the pod, sort of, Alex, (laughs) definite friend of the pod and collaborator, Shelby, and uh, friend of the sort of friend of the pod, Alex's friend, Nate. Uh, I looked at about five or six theaters in the area. There was only one we could go to where we wouldn't be in the front row. Yeah. We're in the third row. Uh, is one theater. I had to choose, but like an idiot, I waited until like one o'clock to buy my tickets. And uh, I was able to secure like middle of the pack, like middle of the aisle seats. The catch, mm. we're seeing it in 3D, which I'm not thrilled about. Oh, I know. Oh, but it was no. I had to choose between seeing it in 3D in a decent spot or like row one or two um, and in standard definition. And I just decided I can put up with the 3D. Ultimately, I think you made the right choice. Alex wouldn't probably go. He really despises 3D. I remember we accidentally saw The Force Awakens in 3D. Me, Alex, Quinn and Emma. And he wasn't thrilled about that. Luckily, Alex yeah. and I had snuck off and seen it the night before already. So. I was going to say, so who did you cheat on? You cheated on Quinn and Emma yeah. with Alex, Quinn, right? Emma was in town to go to go to Quinn's holiday party. 
and Alex and I were like just like sitting on the couch playing strikers and we were like what if we just went and saw it and didn't tell them yeah and we did and then we told them the next Mm -hmm. day and they were they were okay with it yeah that seems all about right yeah at any rate we're hyped for the avengers (laughs) as we are as we usually are for releases like this so you and I had talked about possibly doing like top 10 Avengers movies. I think that was a little blah. A lot of people have done that on the internet. That's true. So we're going to, we're going to be reawakening a framework we've used in the past. We are going to be rating the Avengers in terms of hotness. Oh, so we're going to talk about individual Avengers in terms of hotness. So, Two clarifications. One, these are Avengers who appear in the films. Okay. Clarification two is they have to actually be considered Avengers. So there are certain characters who appear in the films who in some cases are quite hot, who are not actually Avengers. Yeah. So like we're not considering obviously villains. Like we're not considering... What about, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy? So, I was under the impression that they count as Avengers. I think they do. But that's... As of Infinity... Maybe that's my bad. I think as of Infinity War, they technically do. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, Okoye is not an Avenger. She's a major character in the Avengers films at this point, but she's not an Avenger, so I wouldn't count her. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so we're going to we're going these have to be sort of canon Avengers. I think it would Do you remember in Infinity War when uh for some, the the Guardians have like this thing with uh Kevin Bacon mm-hmm. because Chris Pratt mentions him in the first movie as a mythical hero. And so when Thor is explaining the Avengers to the Guardians in Infinity War, they're uh one of them, Mantis, asks, like, is Kevin Bacon an Avenger? And Thor, is, Thor says, like, I haven't been there in a while. He may be on the team. I don't know. <laughs> so I think Kevin Bacon I do might count. That. But. Kevin Bacon is a potential. He also, I just want to note, in a quick plug for one of my favorite TV shows, he makes a one, one episode, I want to say, appearance on my show, Bored to Death, and he's going to play Zach Galifianakis's superhero super ray who <laughs> gets his superpowers from his dick falling onto the third rail of the subway <laughs> and he gets super dick powers <laughs> and kevin bacon is gonna play the zach galifianakis character they get into a whole dispute about whether he should wear a fat suit or not it's oh incredible. my god yeah I zach galifianakis that. tells him he should wear a portly suit <laughs> um it's really good so at any rate we're talking about avengers characters in terms of hotness I want to note, I did an initial ranking, but then I wanted to sort of defend it. So, and and some of my rankings changed. We are doing a very scientific three-pronged approach. We're going to rank by total score. So, (laughs) prong one, physique. Yeah. Prong two, face. Prong three, je ne sais quoi. Yeah. So, that's sort of that little special something that you can't explain that helps make somebody hot because I will note there are some characters here who have splendid faces and physiques whose je ne sais quoi score is low. Yeah, there's a lot of characters like that. Um, yes, there's a surprising number of characters who kind of lack that piece. They don't have the the requisite savoir faire. Yeah, Quan <laughs> if you're in the Jerry Maguire verse or the Kavorka if you're in the Seinfeld verse. Like it's just this thing. Yeah. All right, you want to get into it? I love this. This ties in extremely well. I hope Jake listens to this, my coworker, because we had a lengthy discussion today. Kill one, marry one, fuck one. Iron Man, Captain America, Thor. Oh, perfect. This, t- this ties in very well with this. Wow, I like that. Yeah. All right, so number 10 is the strangest person on this list, and that is not a pun. Uh, it's not Doctor Strange. So number 10 <laughs> is the strangest character on this because he is the only character I can think of I guess there might be one exception that we can talk about, uh, but this is the only character I can think of who has two truly different appearances, and that's the Hulk slash Dr. Banner. Uh-huh. So I think for him, we have to sort of do a blended score. An average so, score. 
Yeah, for each for each one. So for physique, I gave him a blended score of three, which is based on I don't know. I don't remember now what I gave each character, but I gave like Dr. Banner maybe a two. Yeah. And the Hulk a four. Now, the Hulk has great size and definition. But he's too big. So it's too much is too much. Yeah. So it's impractical. blended score of three for physique face four. Now he gets like an like an eight for Dr. Banner because Mark Ruffalo is a sexy beast, but very close to a zero on the Hulk. <laughs> I'm okay. Are we factoring any? Uh, are we doing any like factors for the fact that he was Ed Norton for a movie? No, he's not Ed <laughs> Norton in this. This is the Mark Ruffalo only Hulk. The Ruffa Hulk. Yes, yeah. the Ruffa Hulk. Yeah. All right. Um, and then the Je ne sais quoi factor. It's very high for Doctor Banner. In fact, it's close to a perfect ten. Yeah. He's incredibly charming. He's insanely smart. I may have mentioned this already, but he's Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, um, that helps. Yes. Now, his je ne sais quoi factor is about... I, I ranked it around a two for the Hulk. He's pretty cool. He's funny uh, in Ragnarok. He's funny in Ragnarok, and I think if you're into it, he could definitely bring the ruckus, if you know what I'm saying, as the Hulk. It's just... It's a specific kind of charm. So his overall je ne sais quoi score is a seven, bringing him to a total 14. Yeah, well, also his sex appeal is pretty low because it's just an impractical exercise. No, but it depends on who you are. I, I don't know. It's not something I'm into, but you might get into that. I just don't know, like, like practically how it would work. Uh, no, no, I get what you're saying. I don't I don't know either. I don't know <laughs> how big his wiener gets when he turns into the Incredible Hulk. I think it's too big. I don't know. We'd have to we'd have to find out. But <laughs> I do I do think it's worth noting that. There's a lot of erectile dysfunction uh, humor in Avengers Infinity War because for whatever reason they decided they didn't have the budget to make him the Hulk even though they spent $300 million on everything else. Yeah. So that kind of takes his je ne sais quoi down a little bit. I like it. That's fair. Okay. Sorry, Hulk. Sorry, Hulk. All right, so that's number 10. Number nine is a character who, if he were of legal age uh, to be wined and dined, would likely be higher because he is quite sexy. Uh, That is Spider-Man. So I gave Spider-Man a five on physique. I think he has a... Yeah. He's a kid, but he's good. Good physique. You know, he's in good shape. Yeah. Face is a seven. I think he's got a nice looking face, kind eyes, uh, very expressive, especially when he's disappearing and turning into dust. Yeah. Now, je ne sais quoi, he has a 10, except that he's underage, yeah. which takes him down to a 5. So, I think overall, the Spider-Man score is a 17, with the understanding that were he not a high schooler, this would be a lot higher, because he's very charming. I feel like the second that Tom Holland turns, well, Tom Holland, I guess. Yes, he's like 25 yeah, or something. Tom Holland's certainly old enough, but like in this universe as an Avenger, yes. as soon yes. as, as soon as Peter Parker turns 18, he's yes. like rocketing up this list. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's no question he's going to shoot up this list. He is a future sexy beast. The problem is he's uh, a major storyline of his only standalone movie is like, his high school dance that's true i think this is fair like but he's like he's like playing in the futures game like it's understood that this kid has a bright yeah. future yeah it just we don't want to get in the business of grooming young avengers it just feels really weird yeah so i figure we'll put him there that's fair i think we expect great things because he has we do great power <laughs> he does <laughs> all right so number eight our friend Star Lord. <laughs> now, Star Lord, basically, I would say Star Lord's score is exactly well. Let me take that back. <laughs> the Genesequa score for Star Lord is lower than it would be for Chris Pratt. However, the overall uh, physique and face score is just the Chris Pratt score because this is just Chris Pratt. So, I gave. Chris Pratt slash Star-Lord, a six on physique. It's good. It's kind of come down a little bit. He's got he's he's got a little bit chunkier. He's like a seven, seven and a half in Guardians 1. He looks great. Yes. 
yeah. then in uh, Guardians 2, Last it's of, like, yeah. yeah. And in Infinity War, he's like kind of pudgy. And <laughs> like, yeah. and it plays for laughs, but it is. Yeah. He's, it's, he was at his peak in Guardians 1 for sure. And it's very important to note that all of these scores are scaled to reflect that they are Guardians of the Galaxies. In his case, Avengers. Like these are these are scored against other oh yeah superheroes rather than against the regular folk because they'd all be pretty close to tens. Yeah, they're all very attractive. I wish I had his you know mediocre Avengers body. Um, so <laughs> soft, shitty body. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> nice. So six on physique. I gave him a six on face. It's a great face. I think they do a little eye makeup on him, which I actually think makes his eyes really pop. I don't know if that's real, but it's I sense that they're doing a little eye makeup. Uh, His je ne sais quoi score is a seven. Now, the Chris Pratt je ne sais quoi score is like a 13 and a half. The only issue with this is my last encounter with him really left a sour taste in my mouth. It's a tough, tough look for him. Yeah. It's not good. Unquestioned LVP of the first part of Infinity War. Really, really bad movie for him. Yeah. Which we discussed. If you want to know if you want to know more about who won and lost (laughs) Avengers Infinity War, see episode (laughs) whatever. And you will surely hear a lot about what a dump Star Lord had of a movie uh, for Infinity War. But overall, he's clocks in at a 19. Yeah. He's doing pretty well. Sexy beast. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. All right. So that takes us through number eight. So traditionally, that would take us to another segment, wouldn't it? It would. Uh, typically, now we would do the not top three, which usually we cue with some not top three music. Thanks, Kev. That beat was stank. That was stanky. That was. All right. So uh, just to be clear, I only gave actual scores to our top 10, mm. but we can kind of we can kind of imagine what the people outside of the top 10 would have gotten. Sure. So our not top three here. Now, I want to know, I'm not discriminating against different races. And by races, I mean like actual alien races here. Sure. Because there are certain non-humans in this series that are quite attractive sure but drax is tough to look at yeah dave bautista has great muscle mass huge huge face is is tough and je ne sais quoi is not very hot very high if we're talking about as a buddy or as a sidekick or as As comic relief comic relief significant other bad (laughs) very bad he doesn't pick up on any hints so like you really want him to do the dishes he's not getting that he's not gonna pick up on that at all which makes him a bad significant other nothing will go over my head i'm too fast i will catch it (laughs) yeah so that's that i think would make drax a little tough uh, as a romantic he's a tough date yeah uh, so another on our not top three, number two is Hawkeye. So I think Jeremy Renner is a fine looking man. He's fine. Those weird Under Armour shirts that he wears do not flatter his body because he is on screen with the likes of some other folks who we'll be talking about shortly who are incredibly sexy and incredibly ripped. So just wearing like a weird Under Armour shirt. It's a little weird. Doesn't really flatter him. Je ne sais quoi is a zero. It is, it is a zero. This character has no pizzazz, no flair, no interest, nothing. Yeah. That's probably fair. I, I'm i also extremely worried about the direction they're taking him in Endgame. Because in the trailers, he looks super douchey. He's got like a weird haircut. And he's like yeah. got ninja stuff. Like... I don't know if I, if I I don't know if I'm into it, and I'm a I'm a Hawkeye stand. Like I like to I like to back him because yeah. he tends to get heat. But I get I could you're right. I mean, like if we're talking about this universe, he's probably on the lower end of the the hottest Avengers. Yeah, uh, and then number one is a character who has the Peter Parker problem of being very underage, 
plus the problem of being a tree. So number one on our nod top three is Groot. Groot is unquestionably the cutest Avenger. Yeah, there's no dispute about that. Insanely cute Avenger. Well, he's mm. a yeah, but like like Guardians one like fully developed Groot is not cute. Nor is he like yes sexually attractive. Yes. He's just a tree. <laughs> Correct. So, so there's the the problem that I don't find myself attracted to adult Groot whatsoever. Yeah, and I only see baby Groot as a little baby. Yeah, and teenage Groot is just like a little teenage. He's a shit, and he's a shit, and he's also still a tree. Yeah, like, no matter yeah, which all of which these phases, phase we're in, they're all trees. Yeah. So, I think this is totally fair. And yeah, I don't think it's really a slight towards Groot. It's just not really in our no, wheelhouse. or certainly not trees. Yeah, I like trees, but like I'm maybe it'd be fun to hug, like a tree hugger. Yeah, yeah, I would love to have like little baby Groots dance in my palm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't want my penis to be involved in any way. I definitely not. I'm <laughs> certainly not. <laughs> I wouldn't even like. I wouldn't even do like a light makeout with. With a, any evolution of Groot, no. it hurt. Like you get, you get, you get splinters. Yeah. Like imagine you're trying to make out with Groot, you, you get like wood. Yeah, it, it sounds awful. His bark is just as bad as his bite. Oh, gross! All right. Well, on that note, is that bark. Joke? We're moving. Yeah, good one. <laughs> we're moving on to the poster child for strong physique, strong face, limited je ne sais quoi. Uh, number seven is Captain America. I fretted you would do this. Uh... So Captain America. Now, I want to be clear. This is a, a weighted score across the films because bearded Captain America is would, would break this chart in terms of face because it's so good looking. <laughs> um, but Captain America gets an eight for physique. That is a dope ass physique. Yeah. Very close to the best in the series. Not the best. We'll talk about that later. Uh, he gets a number seven for face. It's a great face. It's a little bit like plain. It's a really nice face. It's a little white bread. Yeah, a little white bread. But uh, still, we're not going to kid ourselves. It's a very nice to face. Quote, to quote Jake at work, he's the wonder bread of white bread. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, that is true. But but very fresh. A fresh yeah. wonder bread of white bread. <laughs> um. Je ne sais quoi week. He's kind of listen, a wet blanket. Listen. Okay, <laughs> yeah. fine. But, like, there is certainly sex appeal associated with, like, the stolid, the stoic, the yeah. fiercely loyal, yep. good old, good old American boy. Like, he's not going to regale you with, with humor or charm, necessarily. Definitely not charm, that's for sure. But, like, you got, there is... There's some innate appeal to his, like, ignorance and innocence. Like, for example, in Winter Soldier, he's so ignorant about, like, the 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 ways of the modern world. Like, there's definitely some sex appeal in that. And even in the first Avenger, when he doesn't, like, quite know how to keep up with all these military folks, like, it's not boyishness, but it's, like, a certain, like, attractive naivety that I think isn't quite squarely je ne sais quoi that I think could, I, I might argue a little bit. I think, I think cap is fucking hot. And I would move him up a little bit. So I take your point. I hear what you're saying and there's, I'm willing to be flexible, but I will say the modern man is modern for a reason. And the modern man does his own grooming. The modern man is in touch with his feelings. The modern man might even scribble a little poetry from time to time. And the reason we like this modern man is because that's where society has gone. Now, the throwback man had a lot of qualities that were wonderful, but there were some things that came with that, too, that were problematic. Like, you know, stoicism is great in your personal life for yourself. Doesn't always make you a great dad. Doesn't always make you a great lover because perhaps you're not good at sharing your feelings. I think Captain America is out of time. Which is great in a certain way. It makes him kind of a novelty. So I think he probably would be a little bit higher on the like, he'd be great to date. Like go on a date with and then, you know, make out with. I just don't know that Captain America is a guy 
I'm a, I'm a relationship guy. And I think that ultimately he's like a 50s guy. Sue him. He crashed a plane. To Never mind. I don't know. I, we'll we'll talk about it. I think you you have some you have reasonable grounds. I'm just a commitment guy, and I couldn't commit myself to Captain America. See, I think I would argue the opposite. Like I argued Captain America is the merry one because, like, who's more who's more dependable? Like he's, I we could whatever we need to keep moving. But I just I think that there is some serious, not just appeal, but I think there's sex appeal to Captain America's. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Like his dependability and his uh, I don't. We can we can move on. No, and I I hear you. And those are qualities that I prize. I just think there were a lot of issues with the Greatest Generation as it comes as it you know applies to marriage and parenthood. And I think that uh, our boy Steve might run into those issues over time. I think you're put. I I don't know if we've seen enough in the movies that Captain America would exhibit some of the archetypes of men of males from his era when it comes to to being a lover or a father mm. whatever it's true i'm projecting a little bit whatever you're just you're, all right let's let's move yeah, on from whatever. this topic let's move on number six is the superhero next door <laughs> the guy we could all aspire to be because you know who he is he's us number six is ant-man <laughs> aka Paul Rudd. I, so, physique, he gets a five. Yeah, he's Paul Kinda, Rudd. He's Paul Rudd. He's in five shape. He's in better shape than usual as Paul Rudd. That might even be a little generous. He might be like a four because he's in Avenger, the Avengerverse here. Face, seven. That is a, that's a great face. He, as Leslie Mann notes in Knocked Up, he keeps getting better looking with age. She talks about how unfair it is that men get better looking uh, with age, and Paul Rudd is the poster child for that. He keeps getting better looking. That's true. Je ne sais quoi, eight. Highly charming. Highly, highly charming. But His total score is a 20. Yes, I know it's not Paul Rudd on screen. I know it's Ant-Man, he's, but he is still Paul Rudd. He's fairly awkward. Yes. He's an ex-con. It's just fine. Yeah. I just... I, I agree with you. I think he belongs on this list. You're right. He is the Avenger next door, and they like definitely play that up in the movies. Like he's he's aw shucks like when he meets Captain America. Like that's great. He's like surprised when he does stuff right in Civil War. Mm-hmm. He's great to have around, and I'm glad that he's going to be back for Endgame. That's for sure. Yes, agreed. It's it's possible I overrate his je ne sais quoi factor a little bit because I'm projecting some of the Paul Ruddness onto a character who is not as it, the character isn't as purely Paul Rudd as most of his characters are. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. Probably fair. All right. Number five takes us to one of only two ladies on this list. Really? Yes. Number five. A favorite of of mine from for a long time. Uh, a young Michael really liked this actress. Still does. Number five is Black Widow. Oh yeah. So our friend Black Widow gets a nine for physique. She has got herself a very nice looking body. Uh, that, that's a strong nine. Yeah, a very strong nine. Face probably a slight step down. From the Bodhi. I give her a seven. Still a lovely face, but it's it's not quite up to the heights of her body in the uh, Black Widow outfit. The outfit definitely helps, and she's rarely seen not, out of it. It does not hurt. Yeah. Um, and je ne sais quoi, low. She, she doesn't have a ton of that. Oh, I disagree strongly. So I think she has sort of the the slithery, slinky sexiness to her. I just like I don't find her character all that charming. So I gave her a five, bringing her total score to a twenty-one. Uh, I would certainly elevate her charming factor. She's like, she's right. She's crafty and she's kind of uh, coy, but it's like the fucking hottest way you could possibly do that. <laughs> like, it's like, like, what secrets does she know? Like, I want to know them. Or maybe I don't. No, 
No, I definitely don't but do, but don't but do. I agree. But I think that's all that's the only card she has to play. That's my only issue with her for the Je ne sais quoi front, is that her only card to play is sexy and slinky. But I think when she when she lets herself be a little vulnerable, say in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Yes. I just watched this the other night. The- <laughs> Unquestionably her best appearance in those movies. No doubt. But man, it's really nice to watch her kind of be vulnerable with Cap. Weird. Mm-hmm. He's coming back up again. Yep. I just... I, Man, she's the best. I, And it's like, Elisius and I were discussing this. We're like, what in the... Like, what has happened that we don't have a movie that's hers? Like, she could so carry it. And I just think it... I, I worry that the stakes have escalated far too high for it to happen now. Yes. I think that that's that is probably the case because that movie would work really well as a slightly smaller spy thriller. It's like the direct sequel to Winter Soldier. It would have like yeah. another spy movie. It would have come like it would have been awesome like between the, yeah. the first two Avengers movies or something. I worry yeah. that it's not happening now, but we'll see. I think it probably isn't, which is weird because if you were to go back in time to before all these movies came out, Scarlett Johansson would have probably been close to the biggest i mean robert downey jr is been an established hollywood star for you know 25 years but she would have been probably the most famous person right who else would it be yeah i so i think it was was an unknown pretty much yeah so was evans like besides rom-coms yeah tom holland was nobody benedict cumberpatch was not quite on the scene yet paul i mean paul rudd but like she was yeah paul rudd but they were all like part of this machine later once it had gotten going or like she was the first like megastar to like be attached to it really which is why it's very strange that they wouldn't have done a standalone it's that was it that was a different hollywood i think the timing was a little weird because when she was a focal point of the series and a really big star which still is but when she was a really big star that was before studios were probably ready to have a standalone female superhero i think that's part of it yeah. All right. So we're going to go to number four, our other lady on the list who doesn't quite reach the heights of a black widow in any one category, but who I think is like a Michael Young just hits solid singles and doubles in every category. That is my girl, Scarlet Witch. Mm, interesting. So she gets a seven physique, seven face, seven je ne sais quoi. So. She gets a seven on physique because she has got herself a bang and body, which now to be fair, I'm including outside sources slightly because we did see Elizabeth Olsen's butt in Wind River. Yes, we did. I have not not forgotten that butt since. Never will. Never will. So she gets a slight boost because of that. And her costume doesn't give us a total like peek inside of uh, her physique, but you know it's there. I, what I really like about that is that Elizabeth Olsen said, she's like, I'm not doing like the boob yes. costume, which is, yes. which like, there are definitely a lot of scenes where like, like, why would you fight in that? Like, why is there so much cleavage? Like, it still happens, but like, for the most part, it's like a very tasteful, like maroon kind of, yeah. like, it's not really a bodysuit. Like, it's like a cloak almost, yeah. like mm-hmm. a witch might wear. Like, it's very, yes. it's for the most part, quite tasteful, which actually I think for me increases the sex appeal. hundred percent. It's important because that's part of the character and the actress's appeal here. Like I, I think to be fair to these scenes where you're saying there's a lot of cleavage, I think she maybe can't help it. I think she has a lot of cleavage to kind of keep an eye on. Yeah. And I, I think she's, she's trying to keep an eye on it all. And yes, I agree. The fact that she's not always kind of prancing around nude, uh, as they try to do with a lot of female characters, it adds to her appeal. And she's just like she's bad with two D's. Like she's yeah. like she doesn't fuck around. Like I love it in no. Civil War when uh, Renner is fighting Scarlett Johansson, and they're kind of like bantering, and uh, Scarlett Witch comes in and just like <laughs> straight up tosses Black Widow's ass like into a truck, and Renner's like, "What the yeah. fuck, man?" And she's like, "You're pulling your punches." bitch like she's serious about it and then uh also tons and tons of points the accent is is wild yes 
It's very totally agreed. It's extremely appealing. I think I yeah. I think I would flip these two, but I can understand how you're getting to this uh, conclusion. Yeah, I think I think you're probably right. If we if we bump Scarlet or if we bump uh, Black Widow, maybe two points for her je ne sais quoi score for the slinkiness. We mm. end up with her at a 22, Scarlet Witch at a 21. I think either way, they're definitely in the same neighborhood and both very sexy. All right. Okay. Also, I lied. There are actually three females on this list, uh, and we'll get to one shortly. That's good. All right. So that brings us almost to number three. Shall I do honorable mentions, or would you like to uh, wait? Let's just let's wait on them, I guess. Okay. All right, that brings us to number three, our final lady on the list, our newest Avenger in terms of the actual films, Captain Marvel. So the only thing is we just have to discuss her eligibility because like if the rule is that she needs to like the person needs to have appeared in an Avengers film, she hasn't. She will. She'll be in Endgame. So like, well, she has to be. I'm. They have to be an Avenger in the MCU. Yeah. Like not not an Avenger in the MCU yet. They have to be both an Avenger and in the MCU. If that makes sense. So she's not an Avenger in the MCU yet, but she is an Avenger who is in the MCU. Okay. <laughs> um. So I I would. Grant her eligibility. Okay. All right. But then again, this is my list, so I decided she was eligible. Right, that's fair. And she rated very highly because she is stunningly gorgeous. Brie Larson is a, a beautiful, beautiful woman. She, God, she, I will never forget the red dress that she wore for a good chunk of 21 Jump Street because she rocked the shit out of that red dress she was insanely funny and charming, and I don't think I'd ever seen her in anything before that. Yeah. And she just, it was a little bit like Emma Stone in uh, um, Superbad, where you're like, holy shit, this person is a star. Like, just the first time you see them on screen, holy shit. So that was that was how I felt the first time I saw her. So I have a long-running crush on Brie Larson. <laughs> She got herself in spectacular shape for this movie. Her physique, I gave it an eight. It was stellar, very athletic, very fit. Man, oh man, she looked good in this movie. Yeah, she looked real good. Uh, She gets an eight on the face because, man, she's beautiful. She also had a little bit of uh, tan that I I was pretty into. She's normally a little paler, but I think they gave her a little tan. Assuming she's a, you know, she's a fighter pilot who's up in the sky a lot. Sure. Did her favors. Uh, Je ne sais quoi. Now I've heard some people say she was a little flat in that movie. I think there were times when her character called for it, but I thought that the scenes with her friend and her friend's daughter showed a tenderness that I really found appealing. I thought that those moments were nice. I would use the argument that you used on Captain America on her. Like, I thought she was a little too Superman-y. Um, mm. Which, like, maybe that's because their powers are similar. I just thought, like, she... I, I would tend to agree with that assert, like assertion. Like, I thought she was a little bit... A little flat. And, like, it's not Brie Larson's fault by any means. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't find her like particularly funny, but I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I like that movie a lot and I like her, but I think that as, as far as like her personality goes, I would give her a, a little lower score on the, the je ne sais quoi scale. So she didn't get a super high score. She got a six. Yeah. So I could potentially be talked into lowering that a little bit to maybe reorder her with some of our other ladies in here. But I will say this. I think she has some of the the same positive sides of those qualities that you mentioned for Captain America, which is that she's dependable. She is honorable. She believes in respect, all these great things. But I don't feel that we have the same risk with her, that she has some like weird flip side beliefs of those things. She seems like she just kind of has a strong moral compass. Yes. But she seems, but she doesn't seem like she's, bound to some sort of code outside of herself right so i don't think i don't think she'd be like have the same sort of annoying 
possibilities as Captain America. Yeah, that's fair. She doesn't have like the weight of a generation kind of informing her decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably because she kind of doesn't have any real well and that's the thing is like she kind of um like she's shown a willingness to kind of go you know to abandon what she thought were her ideals right not abandon mm-hmm. them but like you know move on grow yeah yep yeah all right that was captain marvel number two a character i'm sure you knew would appear very high on this list he scores Perfect tens on both physique and face. <laughs> and importantly, the face score of a 10 is inc- is assuming his most recent haircut. Yes. <laughs> this is Thor, the god of thunder. He got a 10 on physique, as I mentioned. His buys and tries are insane. They're out of this world. Out of this world. Chest muscles are freakishly developed. Waist is wasp thin. Like, crazy physique. Very balanced. The man does not skip leg day, clearly. He has just got it all physically. The face, ever since he got the haircut, got the beard going. Good lord, he is handsome. He gets a je ne sais quoi score of six. Now... He would have had about a three or a four, yeah. if not for his two most recent appearances. They've overhauled his character. I think his je ne sais quoi in the last two was like an eight, bringing him a little bit closer to something like a six for an overall score of 26. Okay. That's pretty good, considering the top score is 30. Yes. Yeah, he is... Uh, so Jake at work was showing me uh chris hemsworth's new like fitness program and the pictures are absolutely stunning like he is mm-hmm. the ideal human body or close to it yeah mm-hmm. and with his haircut he is among the most gorgeous men on the face of the earth currently it's pretty darn close he is really something to behold and you're right like if it had been just ragnarok i think his genocide quas score would even be would be bumping up closer to like eight. Yeah, uh, that specific Thor is wildly like, sexy, like the like the hottest being in the galaxy. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we we it's, it would be unfair to not take into account Thor and Thor Dark World, and I think that yes. he gets docked because in those movies he's petty and kind of annoying. Same in mm-hmm. Avengers and Avengers Two. Yes, and he has the long blonde hair. Yeah, that's true as yeah. well. Which is less appealing. I'm still shocked to find him at number two on this list. I gotta say, that surprises me. I, it surprised me too, and I there's maybe a discussion to be had, because my soul, really, I love Thor, but number one is a newcomer on this scene, and good lord, he sizzles on the screen. That's our buddy T'Challa. The Black Panther. I suspected as much. I'm just like I'm. I'm getting flushed just thinking about him. He's hot. There's no question. Yeah. No. And Chadwick Chadwick Boseman is a. He's like he's got like a uh, like Thor doesn't really have a uh, like a classic beauty to him. You know what I mean? Like like I don't know how good Thor would look in a tuxedo. Yeah. It'd be True. Like, like, good he, point. Like, he would look amazing. Like there's no of question. Course. Yeah. But like. He's more of like a like cut off shirt kind of hot. Yeah. He's sort of an exotic beauty. Yeah. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman and therefore T'Challa like would look amazing at like a state function. Ridiculous. Imagine him in a tuxedo. Probably don't have to imagine. I could probably Google it, but holy shit. He looks like really regal and like the Wakanda garb. He looks the Wakanda garb, the like the the flowing robe yeah. with the buttons up. He kills it with the slippers on. Oh my god, he looks he looks super fuck. Like I think he looks best of anyone like in their costume with their mask off. You know what I mean? Like yes, he looks mm-hmm. fucking amazing in the Black Panther costume when he takes off yeah. the mask. Whereas yes. like like iron man looks weird because the whole thing is like cgi'd and like Mm -hmm. cap it's like not enough of like a 
differential. Like the Black Panther suit is like clearly a war like suit, whereas Captain America's thing like is that, but it's it's kind of a like, gaudy. Whereas like the whole ensemble of Chadwick Boseman in this jet black Panther costume is intimidating in a sexual manner. Yes. Yeah. He looks good. I I would dock him pretty s- severely, not Chadwick Boseman, but T'Challa for being a bit of a not a drip, but like he can be a little over serious. So he's a borderline wet blanket. But <laughs> but to be fair, he has a ton of responsibility heaped on his shoulders. So I'll work him through category by category. So physique nine. Man, he's got a hell of a physique. I can't put him on par with Thor because Thor stands alone. I agree. But his physique is stellar very lithe and kind of long it's a little bit of a different physique now as you know i personally skew towards the stumpy and therefore appreciate it in others but i think that black panther's (laughs) lithe movements and clearly he's does yoga uh it's rewarded he looks like a guy that'd be really good at crossfit yes he'd be great at crossfit or like martial arts he'd be great at karate be good at judo yeah great at judo chop it's a series of chokes and holds yes just ask brendan <laughs> uh so face unquestionably a 10 i he's clear 10 in face that is a hell of a face although he sometimes rocks like a weird like not quite kept beard i love it it's so charming because yeah. he clearly doesn't have much facial hair yeah and i really like it it's good it's good yeah um and then je ne sais quoi i gave him an eight now now, this is a ta- this is a matter of taste to me because he does not, in my opinion, have a single negative quality. It is merely a question of how you interpret who he is. He is very serious. He does take his responsibilities very seriously. He does prioritize Wakanda over basically anything else. Those are things that could, if that's not to your taste, Make him kind of a pain in the ass. But if it's to your taste, I think he is an exceptionally responsible and kingly dude. It's just up to you. What do you like? I don't think you can give him an eight and give Cap a whatever you gave him. Like, imagine this. Imagine your date, Mike, and you're on a date with T'Challa. Mm-hmm. That's not a great date, probably. No, but see, I think I think T'Challa is talking to me about solving the world's problems. I think Captain America is talking to me about how kids these days are watching their stupid iPads. No, I think you take T'Challa to see, like, a movie and he, like, can't even focus on it because he's, like, thinking about global issues and, like, finds your movie a little petty. Like, I think- Yes, but that's, why, but that's why I take him to a coffee shop and talk to him about global issues. Now- would that be fun forever? Maybe not. He's like, he's the kind of guy that I would love to email and be like, hey, <laughs> put, I know it's early, but do you have a time in June when we could get together for lunch? I'd love to take T'Challa out to lunch and just get his thoughts on stuff. I'm not trying to mm. date him. So you want it? So you want to catch up with him every three months to get a download? Yeah, I see him as like a, like a career mentor and like I, I really look up to his professionalism. But like, mm. and I'm attracted to him, but I don't really want to like, I don't want to hang out with him necessarily. I want to, you know, who I want to hang out with is Shuri. I want to hang out with his sister. Yes. Now, Shuri is fantastic. Not an Avenger. She, no. If you could, if you could download her personality into T'Challa, you are dealing with some serious stuff. What's cool about that though is that like he is so much better when he's with her like all of their like combination scenes are very true yeah but like i'm not trying to like date a guy who needs to be around his sister to lighten up a little bit that's true but he does have clear charm like when he's with shuri the charm the charm is obvious it's just i think you need to crack into his very inner circle to get access to it i think you're probably right but he's a little serious for my taste no, I, I get it. I get it. Especially now that we have as an option, like, goofing around Thor. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because you're right. That's exactly the comparison to make. It's like Thor from Thor. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, but but I don't think uh, but I don't think he suffers from some of the same problems because Thor was kind of a prick. He's not petulant, but like, yeah, it's like Thor two. Okay, it's Thor Dark yeah. World when he realizes the responsibility. He thinks his dad is dead. I think at that point, like he understands the the onus and the weight of like being a royal person in uh whatever it's called Asgard. Asgard. He's accepted the responsibility a little bit, but he's not yet funny it's kind of like that whatever we can discuss yeah yeah who'd you have for honorables or do you want me to do mine first uh what do you think what's easier i'll do mine i guess okay so i'm gonna run through some people that i don't think qualify yeah well first yes the important so there's a couple non-qualifiers who are very attractive well First, I want to run through some hot villains that would definitely not qualify. So, like the so Loki, like with borderline and Avenger at times, and Tom Hiddleston is super hot. I think yeah. Loki's a little too oily. Yeah, he's kind of Snape like. Jude Law and Captain Marvel, big time dick, but man, is he hot! Especially with those funky eyes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Eric Killmonger. <laughs> Holy shit. I- uh, my god he's except for Woo! the sort of murderous stuff he's 10 10 physique face oh he's a babe yeah uh hella who is uh kate blanchett's character in ragnarok the villain interesting she's a spoke show mm. no we have you and i have different tastes oh my god <laughs> she's, she's a little pale for my taste Oof. i think well not kate blanchett necessarily but like that character she's so mean like i true uh yeah, you kind of even do it yeah so the kurt russell's character in guardians 2 just because yeah. he's kurt russell <laughs> totally very sexy and lastly this was a thing on the internet like a lot of people are really into thanos they think he's thick oh boy he's got the big big dick energy right i think people say <laughs> he definitely has big dick energy um, wait, one who's ineligible, who's just a 35 out of 10 is Valkyrie. So she was next on my like actual, maybe honorable mentions list. So she's not an Avenger though. No, she, she's, she's going to be an end game, but I don't think, I don't need, I don't know in the comics. The I'm, internet, the internet verdict is that she's not an Avenger. Yeah. I think that's probably fair. But while she's not an Avenger, she is Tessa Thompson. That's true. There's no doubt about that. My goodness. Tessa yeah. Thompson is like, if you went into a lab and you said, Miguel, what is it that you find attractive? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she is what would step out of the machine. That's for sure. Her and, her and Caroline. Yeah. The two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two people that I don't think count because they're not Avengers. Nick Fury. It's Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I so I really I agonized. He's not an Avenger, unfortunately, but especially if we include very shockingly well CGI'd young Samuel L. Yeah, he looked I, great. I couldn't believe how good he looked in that movie. I that yeah. was really surprising that that worked. It really did. I didn't even have to think twice about it, really. Two more Shield agents, Maria Hill, who's portrayed by Colby Smolders. Yeah, and I know you like her. And Sharon Carter, who I don't know who she's portrayed by, but she's great too. Mm-hmm. She's the like great or like the niece of uh, Agent Carter, who like is the blonde one in like the Captain America movies. Yeah. Uh, okay. So now some ones that I think actually qualify and actually have some chops that could should probably make this list. I know there's one who <laughs> I didn't put on here, but I know you you will want. <laughs> Yeah, well, one is uh, Gamora. So if you can get over the green skin yeah. and the fact that she's kind of mean, she's like Zoe Saldana is extremely attractive. Yeah, so I wasn't sure I wasn't sure where to put her. I put her on my extended honorable list, um, but she's wildly attractive. Uh, and of course, Zoe Saldana is crazy attractive. So it's sort of tough, but I would consider her at the very least. Okay, cool. Uh, I also had Falcon on here, a.k.a. Sam Wilson. So I'm just not... I don't think Anthony Mackie's all that cute. I love him. I think he's very charming, but I don't know. I don't think he belongs on the list. I think yeah. that he deserves mentioning. Yeah, and, and versus regular people, he's handsome. 
This person, I think, needs to be on the list. Even though his charm score in this universe is a zero. <laughs> Sebastian Stan's Winter Soldier deserves a place on this list. People are obsessed with him. They're obsessed. So this is tough because, as always, there's a balance between the personal and the communal. And certainly some of this is biased towards what I like. I don't understand this. Every time you're in theaters and the Winter Soldier makes an appearance, everybody like starts clapping and wolf whistling because they think he's so hot. And I don't I just I'm not sure I get it. I'm not personally that attracted to him. I think his hair yeah. is a disaster in these it's movies. Mm -hmm. But like if you look at Bucky, like in the Captain America flashbacks, like he is a babe and a classic kind of beauty. Yeah. I think that he he probably should be on the list for all the love he gets. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Someone who I find insanely attractive. Yes, and everybody should probably the pod knows. I'm assuming that the pod knows because I think we've brought her up before. I don't know if we have, but Evangeline Lily's uh, wasp is the stuff of my dreams. She is. <laughs> Gorgeous! I love how much you love her. It's mostly because of my obsession with her while Lost was on. Mm -hmm. uh, for you Losties out there, I think she is stunningly beautiful and stunningly just, attractive. I just don't get it, but I love it. Oh my god. I, in, in the movies, she is like she's tough as nails. She's kind of funny. She like She like kicks Paul Rudd around. It's really fun. She's badass. She's te she's definitely an Avenger. I think she yep. belongs on the list. I just do. I know. I whatever. We'll probably have to throw her on for you. What else you got? Last one. Because his charm is like a nineteen and a half out of ten. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tony Stark probably warrants consideration. I had a tough time with him because I think that Robert Downey Jr. is very charming and attractive. And this character really is just Robert Downey Jr. Yes. But but he suffers from two problems. One is that he has to deal with bad costume and facial hair throughout. Yeah. And two is that he is set in a universe where everybody looks like Ant-Man, Black Widow, Captain Marvel, Thor, Black Panther. Whereas normally he's sort of in a crowd of normal people and he's yeah, Robert Downey Jr. has a kind of an interesting look to him. You looking he's he's handsome, but in sort of a different way. The problem is, in this case, he's going up against just preternaturally beautiful people. I have a hard time with him. I put him on my near misses. I think that might be where he ends up. It just feels weird to leave him off considering his importance. But I see what you mean. I guess while we're on the subject. I don't really find Don Cheeto to be that attractive, but he's an Avenger. So I put him on the extended honorable. I think that Don Cheeto is very, very charming, but War Machine is not that cute. Yeah, I agree with you there. And if I had to pick Terrence Howard is better looking. Oh, I agree. I miss him. Yeah. Okay. Now let's get to work. We got kind of wait. Also, here. last one. Viz. Viz is pretty good looking. Yeah, I think he's. Better. I think Viz is hotter than Paul Bettany. Yes, agreed. <laughs> Although, wait, who's he married to? He's married to somebody really famous and beautiful in real life. It's worth a quick Google. Hold on. Uh, you can you keep going. I will Google while we talk. So get to get to ranking. It's too late. I'm already here. It's Jennifer Connelly. Oh my god. Yes, who is an all time crush of mine. I like can't. I really can't focus when I watch Blood Diamond. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, just wait, just in case. Uh, have you ever seen House of Sand and Fog? No. Uh, do yourself a favor. <laughs> I will. Let's just say Ooh. there's a lot of Jennifer Connelly in that movie. I'm in. It's also a terrific movie. All right. Yeah. Who am I serious about? I'm serious about the Wasp. Yep. And I'm serious about Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. And Gamora is scary enough that I don't think I'm really serious about her. I kind of think we just, I, we should get to re-ranking, but I kind of think we just pull the Hulk and Spider-Man off. Hulk is Hulk and Spider-Man is underage. 
if we take Spider-Man off, it just has to be because he's underage. We, uh, Purely because he's underage. The understanding just needs to be that. Like, he's in high school. Yeah. Cut it out. Yep. Uh, that's fine. Okay. Now we have some work to do, though, because... Uh, yeah. I think that there's there's some reordering that should be done. All right. Want to start at one? I think Thor is the hottest Avenger. Yeah, Thor is number one. You're right. I think Thor is the hottest Avenger. So we'll put him at mm-hmm. one. Yep. I think Black Panther is a clear cut too. Then I think your inclination to move Black Widow up is right. I think Black Widow is three. I think that's where she belongs. I think she's earned it. Mm-hmm. I just wrote Thoro instead of Thor. I kind of like that better. <laughs> All right, Black Widow at three. I don't know. Like I would, I would listen to the argument of Scarlet Witch over Captain Marvel. But I know that's not how you feel. That's not how you ranked it. I'm kind of fine with that if that's where you want to go. I think they're kind of a toss-up. I think ultimately, though, and this is what I think we disagree most, I think Captain America's four. Like, he's just hot. Like, he's just a hot guy. Like, he's the whole point is that, like, he came out of a machine and he's, like, the hottest guy. Like, that's his superpower. All right, let's compromise. Let's go Marvel America Witch. Okay. I think Captain Marvel is probably hotter than him, ultimately. Two captains in a row, though. That's fun. That is fun. I think that Ant-Man needs to move down a little bit. I would, because I think that Sebastian Stan and Evangeline Lilly, and therefore the Winter Soldier and the Wasp are both hotter than Ant-Man. I think we go uh, Winter Soldier, Wasp, Ant-Man, Star-Lord. I think that's exactly what we do. I think, and I think if we did that, what we would have done is that we would have uh, crafted a list of the hottest uh, Avengers. It seems to me we have a scientifically crafted. In fact, it, this is as close to science as I get here. Um, <laughs> Vaguely arbitrary numerical ranking of yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, close to science here. We have a ranking system of the hottest Avengers. Shall I? Uh, do it. Do it, do it, do it. And then everybody, your mission is to just get hyped for Endgame. Because... Yeah. And we're going to do another... We're going to do an Endgame podcast. But I think it's worth noting that, like, I'm... I just watched First Avenger. I just watched Winter Soldier. I'm going to probably watch Iron Man ahead of this. We talked about this a little bit before offline. Like, this franchise will continue for a long time. And there are still characters that we love, like spider-man and black panther and and dr strange and there's a lot of good to come yet but it's it's just never going to be the same and there's already a lot of sadness creeping into my heart yeah which is good it's like cool that i can feel that way about a movie like this totally they kept playing just a couple little seconds of the i can't you know i can't reproduce music but just the little uh piece that everybody knows from the avengers score Ugh. on the radio and i was getting chills over and over again it's amazing what they've done and like i we love all of these characters regardless of where we put them on this hotness list so totally i will be lathering up in avengers butter all the way until april the 25th and i hope you all do too totally all right number 10 our boy peter quill star lord number nine paul rudd aka ant-man mm-hmm. number eight kyle's not girlfriend he's a married man uh but his his lady <laughs> uh the wasp oh yeah number seven bucky the winter soldier number six the very beautiful the mysterious the bubbly <sighs> scarlet witch oh yeah number five the first of our captains the kind of sometimes boring but still created in a lab to be hot captain america thank you number four the samokan hot newcomer on the scene captain marvel mm-hmm. number three the slinky the sly the spy black widow number two the very 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 <laughs> feline the sexy the black panther Oh, yeah. And number one, the God of Thunder himself. Bringing the thunder. He brings the thunder from (laughs) down under. (laughs) 
Number one, Thor. He's the hottest Avenger. He's the hottest Avenger, no question. Well done, Mike. I'm hyped. Thanks for helping Beautiful. me. Thanks for helping me out. I'm gonna go watch Ant-Man and the Wasp, even though it's yeah. probably the least critical for Endgame. Well, actually, maybe not. No, it's it probably is gonna be pretty critical if your theory is correct. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right. All right. Good work. Good work, amigo. All right, dog. Let's talk about some stuff. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Mike. Uh, one thing I would like to talk about is that um, you know Kevin McLeod put together our amazing theme music and our not top three music and our artwork which is fantastic that was put together by aaron sant and you can see more of her stuff at sant design on instagram i would like to note that our social media which i will describe shortly is run by the lovely caroline labranti uh i don't know what the hell our social media stuff is called because she's not standing next to me right now she's doing business stuff elsewhere but uh, just Google that name, and I'm sure you'll find her artwork. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for us on the old internet, so you can check us out on Twitter at Top10KM, Instagram, Top10KM. You can email us with thoughts, suggestions, your schedule if you'd like to appear, mm-hmm. Top10KM at gmail.com. All of that is spelled out. You check out our Facebook group. If you want to listen to us like you already are, yeah. Check us out on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, the Apple Podcast app, or wherever the hell you get your podcasts. That's some stuff I'm thinking about. I think those are some great things to note. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, thanks, man. Okay. Well, cool, dude. I tell you what, I'll uh, I'll catch you next week, then. All right. I'll catch you on the flippity flip. All right. Peace. Peace.